get ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is Justin, Tony, Dustin, Andy. It's Back Talk. What is up, everybody? Another week, last week of the year for us. So, yeah, I've got me and an idiot and Dustin here with me. So, yeah, I'm an idiot, great. too. <laughs> Everybody's an idiot, right? We're all, We're idiots. all idiots. That if, if you don't read the description of the show, it says four idiots that think they're the shit. I know. See, you don't know what the hell we're doing anymore. <laughs> Fuck, it's been too long. So, we'll start hey, it off Christmas. Like go, you know, happy Hanukkah. That's all. You know? Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Han- Hanukkah's over. Yeah, I know. Do, do you guys have a cup? They no. drink out of it all the time. No, I have a I have a beer can. Okay. <laughs> I got that a couple weeks ago. It's pretty good. I, I, have, get... I have so many freaking tumblers. It's like the thing to have now. I don't know. I think I have way too many of them. <laughs> Are they yours or your wife's? They're mine and my wife's. Mine has my name on it, or one has my name on it. They got it as a groomsman gift. They got sports ones that people make. You know, your friends start making these things, and you feel you got to give them business, right? Which I still got to order a shirt from Andy. I haven't done that yet. But you know what I mean? You got you, – your friends start doing businesses. You feel like you got to support them, so you start buying all this crap. Next thing you know, you got 100 fucking tumblers. Yeah, but no but, fucking T-shirts. No T-shirts. I have T-shirts from you, just not from your new uh, new extravaganza machine. No, you just wait. Bad. You just yeah, wait. There's some really cool designs coming. Get one of those. I'll make my own. You can do that too. You can do that too. But so you said, "Hey, Happy Hanukkah!" And I said, "It's over." I want I, so there's a very interesting, interesting thing going on about about Hanukkah next year. Oh boy! Do you know about it? No. All right. So we all know what's going on in the world, right? I mean, yep. I don't want to. I don't want to get political about it, but there's a war over in Israel. Yep. Right. Okay. So Hanukkah just ended. This is 100% true. If you go to datentime.com or .net, whatever the fuck it is, and you put in 2024 last day of Hanukkah. Okay? Because if you go to date and time, it'll tell you the first day of Hanukkah, the last day of Hanukkah for whatever year you put in. Right. If you put in in the date and time... 2024 Hanukkah, it'll say last day of Hanukkah does not exist. Oh, boy. 100% true. I looked it up myself. So. So is it just an infinite Hanukkah or? No. It says Hanukkah does not. There's no. Nothing for Hanukkah for next year. Does does not no, happen. No, does not happen. No, or, or no end date. Did you look so, at in for like in two years? It's like twenty twenty five. What does it say? I, I don't know. I went to twenty twenty four. Last day of Hanukkah. <laughs> this is what you search. Date and time dot com or dot net. Put in last day of Hanukkah twenty twenty four. It will say does not happen or does not exist. Plain and simple. That's the easiest way of explaining it. I know the reason. But everybody should go check that out. 
for sure. I'm not a conspiracy yeah, right. theorist or anything, but it it fucking says it. Just put so it you... last day of Hanukkah. Mm. Tony's so, looking it up. 2012, baby. 2012. Huh? I don't think I'm in the right place. Current date and time. Uh, so I don't That's remember. Date and time, so yeah, I don't think I'm in the right place. Um, let's see if I can find it for you quickly before we take up too much time on this. Um, but it is date and time. Um, All right, well, I'll have to look later. It is, uh, oh, time and date, timeanddate.com. Timeanddate.com, and then hit the little search up where it says time and date. You got to think you were on the right thing. Hit the little, uh, you know, the little mic. Microscope or magnifying glass, and put in last day of Hanukkah. Twenty twenty four, and you can tell me what it says after you hit the enter key. Because remember, there is a war going on in Israel right now. So keep that in mind. Have you been able to come up with it yet? Or do you not know how to spell Hanukkah? No, I got in here. It's just not, no, no. Nothing. What's to say? I don't have anything. This is this is great radio, by the way. Great, great, great silence radio. radio. Great, great silence radio. radio. <laughs> no, I just talked about twenty twenty three. You don't tell me nothing about twenty twenty four. Um, it is on there. I can t- I, I know it's on there. Um, I don't know how to spell Hanukkah. H a n u k k a a. Hold on. See, this is this is again very stunning, stunning radio. Um, You're doing good. Uh, let's see. H A N N H A N H A N U K K A H. doesn't seem to be working. The whole site doesn't seem to be working, to be honest. Um, Maybe they already heard you and got to it. Maybe they already took it off. I don't know. It's, it, it was there. Um, you know, if, everything, if you don't, it's probably a trend right now, and they're probably, they probably took it off because, like, oh, crap, they're on to us. Nope, here, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's it's working. H-A-N-U. K-K. 
edge. That just takes me to... I don't fucking remember how to get to it. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. Figure but, it out. Anyway, we'll get back to next year. Yeah, next year. <laughs> next year. Uh, but anyway, that is a thing. That is a thing. There is no end date. Hanukkah does not end next year. So, read into that however you want. Um, moving on. Moving on. Christmas is coming. It's almost here. Don't Are feel you guys like right? Uh, yeah, not really here either. Are you guys excited for Christmas, Tony? No, not really. Uh-uh. I don't know. If he was going to Disney World, he'd be excited. Yeah. No, not. I wouldn't. I would not. Because that would be fucking crowded as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, what'd you do this week, Tony? Anything? Uh, no, we went to the movie Saturday. We seen Wonka, so it was pretty good. Yeah, was that pretty good? It was. It was surprisingly good. So it's actually a new movie I want to see. I don't really see that. Yeah, it's not like the others. It's a little different. I mean, they do, you know, kind of reference the old ones, but it was pretty good. Good. Mm -hmm. About you, Dustin? Didn't do much. Uh, We frosted cookies Saturday with. uh, Tipmaster's family, so that was kind of fun. Made eight frosted and sprinkled eighteen dozen cookies, so that was kind of fun. Uh, then we had a birthday party Sunday. Watched a lot of football, a lot of depressing football. But yeah. oh, oh no! I mean, I you know, I I love this time of year, like you know, Christmas time and all that. But it just doesn't feel like Christmas here because we have no fucking snow, and I love a white Christmas, and then it can go fucking away. But we don't. We have had maybe a. Uh, quarter of inch of snow since this whole winter so far so i'm kind of upset but the snow is coming after christmas yeah it's coming it's coming um yeah i didn't do much this week either wife had surgery how'd that go um, all right she you know what what was ailing her is better um for those Good. that don't know my wife had back surgery she she actually went through a real big ordeal like to get to this point, um, she was having sciatic pain. Um, it was coming and going, but then it just wasn't going away. I mean, it was she she could get around, but she was she was in pain. Yep. Um, and then she woke up one morning and could not get out of bed. Like literally, could not get out of bed. Just it was excruciating to move. She couldn't get up. I mean, to the point where we called. Um, the ambulance to come get her out of bed and take her to the hospital. I mean, we there was nothing we could do. So they got out. They came out, brought brought the you know stretcher in the house to get her on there and get her out of the house, get her to the hospital. Well, when she gets there, she gets the MRIs and all that shit. Well, what had happened is some time while she was in bed sleeping, um, she had a bulged disc to begin with, which was causing the problem. Well, that bulge disc exploded. Um, So if anybody knows about, you got discs in in between each vertebrae on your back, right? So, and they're like a jelly filled thing. Well, it exploded and all the jelly went everywhere. 
Well, what had happened was is all this stuff was sitting on her sciatic nerve. Um, and when it exploded, obviously more of it was on her nerve um, to the point where she couldn't move. Well, so there's one of two things you can do at that point. That, that liquid will actually be reabsorbed into the disc over time. Sometimes all of it does, or sometimes not all of it does. Well, she went on for a while, and it wasn't... It got to a point where it wasn't getting any better. Um, so she had an option to have surgery, and what they do there is they go in, and that bulge disc, the part that's bulging out and sitting on her nerve, because there was still part of the disc sitting on her sciatic nerve, which was causing the pain, they go in and they just cut it off. You know, small incision, cut it off. Um, so she had she had that done this week, um, and it, she is all her sciatic pain was gone, like almost instantaneously. Um, obviously, she's a little sore from the with surgical part of it, but other than that, okay. I mean, it seems to go seems to be going over pretty well. So, um, isn't it crazy? Have. Like something that would that. You know, something's bothering you like that for how long? And it's just that little thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Instantly better. Yeah, I, it is crazy. And, like, the craziest part was it was already a bulged disc. But the fact that it exploded just sleeping. Like, you yep. move wrong in bed and, like. That perfect scenario. Explodes. Yep. Um, so it's just crazy. Uh, yep. It's crazy how it works. Yeah. It's crazy how the thing we all live in a body works. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but other than that, I didn't really. So I, I've been home, not really doing a whole lot, making sure. Because she really still can't, not getting around great, right? She can't pick, she's not allowed to lift anything over like five pounds. Can't yep. bend over, can't do anything. Like, so just been kind of making sure everything's good at the house. Um, but Dustin, congratulations. What did I do? You won. This week at fantasy football, so congratulations! You're going to be the last last man standing. It's kind of a hard pressure that I'm the last man standing out of this podcast right here. I got to go take care of the other idiots out there. Yeah, yeah, you're the last man standing of of the podcast um, because Tony is going to lose to his son this week. Less if everybody Uh, dies. Yeah. I don't um, even think they still got me beat, even if they all fucking don't play. You're winning right now, I think. No, he, but he's going to yeah, lose. Barely. He's going to lose, yes. He's going yeah. to lose. Yes. Um, <coughs> so congratulations to Dustin. Um, there was a situation in fantasy football though this week that I do think warrants a discussion. Maybe, yeah. Um... So we had um, the way that the league was set up this this year, and maybe it was a mistake in setting it up. Which, you know what, no, no big deal. It's probably best for everybody. Actually, was that the regular season just went for um, playoff seeding? Everybody made the playoffs out of the fourteen teams. Um. So, you know what? You know, good for everybody. Everybody gets going to get a chance at the end, right? So, um, I, I wasn't too upset that that, ha- that that happened that way. Um, 
there would have been some people that that would have been out and upset about it probably. Um, they play in the, they play in the consolation and they still get to play. Yeah. But so we did have the first round of the playoffs and then we had two teams that lost and decided after they lost to take it upon themselves and drop their entire teams except for the players that are on the cannot drop list. I have never seen this in 20 plus years of playing fantasy football with people I know and with people I have no fucking clue who they are. Have never, ever seen somebody drop to the maturity level of dropping your entire fucking team to try to screw up somebody else's fantasy league. I, I, I've seen it where people just stop setting their lineups. <laughs> That's different, but that happens in a lot of. That yeah. happens mid-season sometimes in leagues. Yeah. You get in, right? Two. Oh, I lost. My players hurt. No, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that happens. But to sit there and go through the mindset of I'm going to drop my entire team so that all these other people who may not have had a shot to win anything can pick up some of these other players and I'm going to ruin this fantasy football league. Basically. To me, it's a tainted season. Like, you took it upon yourself to actually try to ruin somebody's fantasy football. Like, where is your mindset? What is your maturity level? Like... I'm a grown-ass fucking man, and I lost this week to Dustin in the playoffs, and I just congratulated him. Well, it's like when you beat me last year in the playoffs. What did I do? I congratulated you. Yeah. Like, it's called fucking football. It's called life. And yeah. you give it Sunday, anybody can win. You are <laughs> so bent. You are so bent on losing in the first round of the playoffs for winning a plastic golden titty trophy that you dropped your whole team. We're not playing for money. Nothing. Pride. Like, well, their pride is in the toilet, apparently. Right. Yeah. Like, you have no maturity. And this, these are people that want to go out there and say they're... I'm not going to name their names. But these are nope. people that that want to say they're s- successful. That one of them... One of them owes me money from a, over a year ago. I can tell you that. Yep. You know, got paid to do a job, didn't do the job, never gave me money back. That's besides the point. I've seen it once, like, in a fun league where somebody did it. And, you know, but we, just, no, we all agreed not to pick up the players. Yeah. But you just don't do it. No. Like... You are literally saying, fuck you. I, I'm going to fuck up your fantasy league. I, I'm a Vikings fan. If I get they get knocked out of the playoffs, are they just going to drop their whole fucking team and say, hey, everybody, go get JJ? <laughs> Who wants JJ? We're selling it for free. He's in free agency. Sign him. Now, listen, I, I, I have seen these people in other competitive environments, and I now know exactly where, like, I've heard them cry about other shit in other competitive environments. And it's apparently just a thing where they are bad losers. 
just fucking bad. Poor losers. Their maturity level cannot handle losing. I mean, how do you think Tony feels right now? He's going to lose to his boy. Yeah. Tony, you got anything? You got anything to say on on this situation? No, I mean it was a surprise to see that when everybody started, you know, becoming empty teams, and I was like, okay, wow, that is kind of it was weird. Never seen it before, so no, I, I don't really know what to say else about it. So I, mean, I can tell you this: everybody's giving Brad the you know the trophy, the loser trophy. Everybody's trying to give it to Brad, so. Maybe that's what they were do, trying to do is to help Brad's ego. Well, so that's that's the thing. We have to figure this out. We have to figure this out now between us that are in this league and, and it's, it's our podcast, it's our podcast league. So we need to figure out right now how we give out the Dick Trophy. Because at this point, I'm not giving the Dick Trophy out to two people that, dra- that fucking drop their fucking teams. So do we go back to the end of the regular season and the worst team in the regular season? Mm. Or do we just say the second place person? Or do we say the winner of the consolation? I would say the winner of the consolation because they're the... Because, correct me if I'm wrong, the people who lose this week, like you and Tony, you guys don't go into that consolation bracket, do you? No. No, we don't get... We don't. We don't have a shot at any anything at this point. We're done. We I think play. you still. You still. Oh, there's a winner's consolation bracket. Hmm. You still play. Oh okay. wait, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the wrong league. I'm in way too many of them, obviously. Um, but I think that's how it works in almost all of them. Yeah, there's a winner's console. Well, no, because we're all winners. Hmm. In this, so yeah, like. You guys will go play teams that won this week and who lost this week. So everybody keeps playing. Yeah, it's just a meaningless week. I would say out of the, <coughs> the out of the first round, of teams that lost. So Brad, um, Team Supreme, No Fun, and Titmaster. I would say the winner out of them three would do it. Which right now, Titmaster looks like she's beating No Fun, and Brad wins against he gets that one team. So maybe have. Tipmaster and Brad play each other, and the winner of that wins the Dick Trophy. My honest well. opinion. What do you Cause think, he, Tony? Because you, I mean, you can't just give it to the ones that lose all it. Like, it's where do you go back you to the regular to, season? Give it to no fun. Yeah, you need to go back first, to the. Re- he's the first one out. Yeah. Let's see a regular season. Who regular had the worst? Who had the worst score? In the first round of the playoffs. So the last seed in for the regular season was tied between uh, Five Count City and Team Betancourt at 3-10. and 10. Who are both moving on, by the way, in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see the worst score. <coughs> hmm. The worst score would be you and uh, Marcus, because you guys didn't play. You guys got zero. Right. So, so other than us, other than us, uh, who had the lowest score in the be first no round fun. of the playoffs? Be no fun. At so, I would say that's how you determine who the the Dick Trophy would go to. Is everybody's in the playoffs? The lowest score would be 
your penis trophy. Yep. So, if we want to call that now, or if you want somebody to no, actually win, win the penis gonna, trophy. You're going to give. It's supposed to be an embarrassment to trophy. You shouldn't get it for winning. So, you're going to give it to. Uh... The, the person who won our league last year. So I don't want to win anymore because that means I'm getting a penis trophy next year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I think, uh, that could be tabled for discussion for the end of the season because by the time we go back live or back in two weeks, the season will be over and we'll have our champion and we can make the decision of the dick trophy then. Yeah. Yeah, we could, we could vote on it at that point. Yeah, that or I, I would agree. Either, in my opinion, either goes to Christina because she was the lowest person in the first round, or the winner between Brad and Tipmaster, since they were in the. I think the round. embarrassment trophy though should not be won. I agree. Maybe it's the loser between Brad and Nelly. Get it? Well, what if what if Brad loses tonight? Which is possibility. There is a possibility. There is a possibility. Now, three people. Now, now listen. If Brad loses to a team, because he gets it after <laughs> after after the um, two people decided to do what they did, I went ahead and removed them as managers. Their teams became on autopilot by the computer. I saw each team picked up like one or two players. And he's playing one of those teams. And one of those teams, is the team he's playing only has like three or four people in. Three. So, so if, if he loses... Lo- yeah, yeah. If Brad loses to a team that only has three players that is run by the computer... Da-da-da-da! I, I think that would warrant the Dick Trophy. I, yeah. I would agree. But well, like I said, we'll have to table us to after the year, and then we'll have to figure it out. But yep. yeah, because if he does, if he does win, then it would have to go. I, I would say that it would go to the lowest, or the lowest yep. point total. Who uh, maybe the lowest point total for the year? We could look at that too. That is a. I was that was another thing I was thinking about. Because that means be you just sucked all year, and then you deserve the dick trophy so you can suck on it. So before you figure out who that is, why don't we discuss if that would be option number two unless Brad loses tonight. I know who it is. Okay. And I think Tony does too. It actually was not hard to figure out. <laughs> okay. So it, I would say that, those are our two options. If Brad loses a, to a computer-controlled team with three players, he gets the dick trophy, so he can suck on it. Or, or you give it to the lowest person total. Lowest total for the season because you sucked so bad. You sucked so bad in the year, even though this person is still in the playoffs. It's okay. Maybe they win two trophies. Yeah. We could put them together. <laughs> hey, you could, you could have a titty-fucking trophy. <laughs> <laughs> so the lowest point score of the year was team Betancourt at 11 or 1165. 
The next lowest was no fun at 1,278. Everybody else was in the 1,400s or 1,500s. I would say that. that. Yep. So I, I, I would say it's, it's Brad or Betancourt. Yep. Okay. And they can, they can suck on that for the rest of the year. <laughs> and we will go to either, if everybody wants to return, we'll go to 12 teams next year or pick up two new people. Maybe you drop, if you decide to drop your whole fucking team, you're not coming back next year. Maybe 12, because I think 14 was a little overkill. It made it fun. It made it tight. It did. It made it. If you did, those... I, I, people like me that didn't have injuries, it was fine. I can't imagine those like people that had injuries. Oh my God, I had injuries all year, but I still <laughs> ended up with a bye. I still ended up with a bye. I traded I tra- so I traded away my first round pick for a quarterback. That got her. Who then got injured for the season. <laughs> I fought injuries all year, but I still ended up in second place for the season with a bye in the playoffs. Where you just you? had to learn how to manage your team. The problem is I ran into the same fucking injuries this week. Yep. Yep. A lot of them this week. A lot of injuries this week. So I mean, and the, two, and the head coach getting fired. Two big play. I mean, one of my top players, Keenan Allen, was out this week. Mm-hmm. So that hurt me big. That hurt me big. And Keenan then Allen, I wasn't going to do much anyway with their backup quarterback in. Well, uh, uh, which I was debating on parking him anyway, which is why I put a chain in the um, in the flex hole. But there was a question mark on on a chain up till game time. Didn't know if he was yep. going. Alave and ended up being out. And Allen was playing Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And then you had Saturday games in the mix. Yeah. Three of them. <laughs> yeah. It sucked. It is what it is. You know. So, since we're talking about football, I do want to talk about last Thursday's game. Okay. Go to the Raiders that can't score against the Vikings. Not They don't move the – Freaking ball, but they put up sixty-three points on the Chargers. It, it's scripted. <laughs> I mean, it's like okay, I was I don't I don't have Amazon Prime, so I'm not watching the game, so I'm just like watching it out here. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, <laughs> score twenty-one points, twenty-eight. I'm like, what the fuck? They keep scoring. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know, and I don't know. This whole fucking season's whack. Like, who are the Dallas Cowboys? How girls? I mean, I mean, I they they got killed. My thing is yesterday. I think the Cowboys are a good team, but the problem is they played a very very easy schedule. They have like what the third easiest schedule in the league. So when they get to these games that are harder, like what they did to Philly a couple of Sundays ago, amazing. What they did. So what does that say for Philly? Exactly. But Philly did handle them at their house. So you put them on a neutral field, it might be a damn good game. I mean, we were kind of talking about this before. There's really only one team in the National Football League that I would be scared to play. And that's a healthy 49ers team. Yeah. Because they're scary good. Like, I mean, Baltimore doesn't really do anything for me. They're a good team. Don't get me wrong, but they lost Andrews now. Likely's playing great. Um, but, like, Miami, they're not 
I mean, they're they're okay, but they're losing games that they should easily win too. I mean, Baltimore Miami is going to be a fun game to watch. Now, like the team that I would be scared of that's not in the playoffs right now with how they're playing is Buffalo. They changed their offensive coordinator. Josh Allen looks like the Josh Allen of old. They're running the ball. Like yesterday, Josh Allen had 94 passing yards, but they scored how many points on Dallas? Mm -hmm. I mean, they rushed the ball. Uh, was it James Cook? Ran the ball like crazy. It was a fun game to watch. When you yeah. got a broken toe and you can't do much, it's all you do is watch TV and watch football. <laughs> so you study it a little bit more. But I don't know. I mean, what are you, what's your guys' thoughts? Like right now, like who's what? what's your opinions on Dallas and what's could happen like your Super Bowl prediction right now Super Bowl prediction is going to be Baltimore Ravens and hmm. let me let me think give me give me a minute give me a minute give me a minute I, I, oh, I you Tony Well, I think the Super Bowl colors this year are the Chiefs and the Eagles. So I think they're going to run they it. They changed them. There's two different sets out there now. Oh, they is there? Them. Oh, I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know there there's was a, a purple. Set. There's a purple and a red and a blue and a... Uh... Is it a blue and a red? I don't know. I think it's blue and red. Is the well, other... I mean, it doesn't matter. Whichever blue it is, it's not Dallas because they can't get oh. past the first round. So. It's going to be Detroit... Detroit and um, and uh, Baltimore and Detroit. See, Detroit wins. See the the thing is with Detroit, they are good, but they're scary bad at times. Mark my words. Like in the next Detroit three weeks, Baltimore. Detroit wins. <laughs> it'd, be cool. it'd be a good Super Bowl to watch. But in the next three weeks, I mean, I'm not saying the Vikings are a great team, but they play the Vikings twice, and in the middle of that, they go to Dallas. To me, you're going to see, you know, you're going to see the Detroit and Vikings play this week. Hard division game. They always play close, but then they got to go on the they got to go on the road to play Dallas, and they come back to play the Vikings in Minnesota. That that's not doesn't seem hard when you're looking at them playing the Vikings twice, but two division games plus a hard hitting game that could be for decent seed in the playoffs. The Lions are going to go through the ringer, and I think they're going to have a hard time in the wild card because they're not going to get the first round by. In my yeah. opinion, they're not. I, I, I see the Lions losing two out of the next three games. They'll lose one of the Vikings and one to the Dallas. That it, that's just my opinion on the on Detroit. But, I mean, uh, Goff just doesn't do anything for me. I mean, If it's so not streaky. Detroit, it's going to be San Francisco. But I'm saying it's Detroit. I think it'll be Baltimore and, it, and San Francisco. If anybody goes on DraftKings and bets that right now, I do expect half of your winnings. Right. <laughs> I mean, right now, if I had to choose, it'd be Baltimore and San Francisco because to me, those are the two best teams. But, you know, I mean, you get San Francisco going to Dallas. I mean, you get some of these games in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Injuries happen. It's hard to tell right now. So are we it's completely counting out Buffalo and Miami? Buffalo not in the playoffs right now. That's why it's hard to count them in. I mean, Buffalo, I think if they make the playoffs, it's like Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati could be a hell of a tough team to beat in the playoffs as well. They look pretty good. 
Jake Browning is throwing the ball amazing. I mean, he's playing great. Like Saturday was a vendetta or vendetta game for him. The Vikings cut him. He wanted to beat him so bad. Miami, I mean, if if Miami gets the number one seed in the bye and people got to go down there and play, I lean more towards Miami. But if Miami's got to come up and play in colder Baltimore or a colder Kansas City, if Kansas City would leap them or something like that, I think that's where I think that's where Miami falters. To me, it I'm comes not down sold to on Kansas location. City at all. No, me either. So many drops and all that stuff. I mean, this could be the first time that Mahomes has got to go on the road in the playoffs. Mahomes and Reed. I'm not. I'm not on Kansas City at all. I. <coughs> I do like Buffalo if they can get in, and Miami's a tough team. But is Baltimore all that? See, the thing is, I mean, who has Baltimore played? I mean, yes, the AFC North is kind of a stacked division. I mean, all four teams could make the playoffs if everything pans out. I mean, Cleveland going through Deshaun, getting hurt. Now they got Joe Flacco as a quarterback. I mean, they're playing great. Their defense is awesome. Joe That's Flacco Jersey spent. football. That's Jersey Joe. I mean, um, they're, they're playing great. Their run game is pretty good. They do have – I mean, I wouldn't count Cleveland out as either hmm. if they can keep playing. Honestly, I don't – any team that makes the playoff in the AFC, I don't think you can count out. I think the games are all going to be good. They should be. But I think it goes, like, where they're playing. It's it's hard for, like – if people got to go down to Miami and play in warmer weather when you're used to this cold weather, or they got to come up here to play in a colder weather, different world. Like, you look at the NFC – you know, anybody go play Dallas in Dallas, it's just it's a dome. <laughs> it's enclosed. You go again, San Francisco could be hot. I mean, but where else are you gonna go in the I mean, go to Philly in the in January? Can't be fun playing there in January. It could be I mean, okay. Never know what the weather's weird. gonna be. It's weird weather there. Yeah. I I worry but, more I, I worry less about January uh football than I do um WrestleMania in April. Right. <laughs> it's gonna snow at no, WrestleMania. I, Just I, mark I, my I, words I, on that one too. <laughs> we're we're three we're we got three weeks left of the regular season, then the wild card round plays out. You know, first week, full weekend in January. It's hard to tell right now because it's so wide open. You don't know who's in the playoffs, right? Right. I mean, there's what three teams that are locked in: Dallas and Baltimore, and maybe Miami. Is Philly, Philly if in? they win tonight? No, Philly. Philly is locked into a playoff berth, and San Francisco has got a playoff berth. So we got three of the NFC teams and only two of the AFC teams? Dallas, or no, Baltimore, I think, is the only one that's locked in. Yeah, one in the AFC. Yeah, because Miami lost yesterday. So we're talking about all these really good football teams. But really, what's the most exciting thing and what everybody's talking about in the NFL right now? Chargers coach getting fired? No. Don't you say her, don't you say her name? Taylor Swift. You say her name. No, not Taylor Swift. I figure that's what everybody's talking about. I don't know. Come on, come on, come on. Tony DeVito. Yeah, he's making a name for himself. I mean, this little Italian kid. Yeah, but I think I think a lot of that is his uh, agent that comes dressed up all the time. 
Yes. Looking like the Irish guy from Notre Dame. And And if you don't think his success is tied to the mob, you guys are fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And if I don't show up in two weeks, you know why. I mean, you look at all these quarterback injuries, and I'm going to just say quarterback injuries. You had Cousins go down. You had Burrow go down. You've had all these big-name quarterbacks get hurt. I mean, Aaron Rodgers finally got able to practice. Does Aaron Rodgers play this year? My city. Yeah. Right. Did he only sign a one-year deal? It was two, I think. That'd be funny. If he never played for the Jets, It'd be well, if everything go if, if everything goes the way history says, you know, Favre goes to the Jets and Favre goes to the Vikings. Rodgers goes to the Jets. Rodgers comes to the Vikings. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna do a turn. <laughs> he's not. He's not under contract. I think they need to resign him. You gotta do something because you found out you don't have anything. They need to sign into one of those Oatani deals. And you pay oh him in 20 God. years. Do we want to talk about that? <laughs> we can, or if we want to go to something else, we can. No, I mean, I, I honestly feel they'll sign Kirk if he'll take less money. And then I think they, either they draft another quarterback in this draft, since it's a heavy quarterback draft. I think they, in my opinion, you sign Kirk for two years and you find a quarterback that could play like Kirk. Like I'm talking like a Riley Leonard or, you know, some of these pocket passers and let them let Kirk teach him. And then, you know, Kirk will be 40 at that point. He'll be ready to retire. Maybe have the Super Bowl with the Vikings. Who knows? I mean, he was having an MVP year. It's just how do you sign a person to the contract he's going to want after his first bad injury? I don't know that he's going to want it. No, I don't think he will either. To shock you, I'm going to say this right now. The Vikings just need to let J- uh, uh, JJ sign somewhere else and let him go spend, waste money elsewhere. They so got a good wide receiver core. They played, to me, they played better without him when he went got hurt. They were playing great without him. Addison's a great wideout. I think he has great potential. Let him go good, off and, like Osborne's not a great number two. They were playing just fine with Kirk until Kirk got hurt. When JJ went out, that's when we started. That's when the Vikings started winning. But it was Addison and Hawkinson. You don't and, have a strong number two. Osborne was doing his stuff, and Powell stepped up. He, he, I'm not saying they're a strong number two. You go out and draft another good wideout. Because I, I and the only reason I'm saying this is I have. We this go we'll go back to fantasy football. I have Osborne on my team, and he has been on the bench the entire season. Well, that's your fault. Because he's not been putting up any numbers. There's been a couple games. I'm, he's not going to when you got Hawkinson and Addison and JJ. Um, so you know, at that I, point, I, at that point in the year, in the early part of the year, to me, Osborne stepped up when he had to. So did Powell. They got, you know, they were getting 50 to 100 yard games. They're not putting up great fantasy numbers. No, they're not going to be fantasy players. But you look at what Addison and Os are and Hawkinson were doing. You know, you just need that complimentary guy to keep, you know, keep everybody honest, and that's what they were doing. Since we talk, we brought up Hawkinson. Let's let's stick to football for just a minute here. Brought up Hawkinson. Um, you know, Gronk was the most dominant tight end. Yeah. Sam Laporta. 
great frickin' tight end. I grabbed like, him in every fantasy league I could grab him in this year, late, because no one knew about him. Kid is a stud. Very big stud. Uh, at rookie year. Yep. Blowing it out of the water. Kid is he the Iowa? next coming a Gronk? It'll be interesting to see what happens next year because people can start planning defenses against him a little bit better. You know, they were probably like, oh, we got to concentrate on St. Brown and all these other guys. But, you know, I think once you start maybe doubling them or, you know, putting pressure off the end on them, it'll be interesting to see what he does in the sophomore year. You know, everybody says like their, you know, your rookie year is where you can make, that's where you start to make your money. That's where you get people looking at you. Your sophomore year of being in the NFL, that's where you make your money and that's where you start getting noticed. I mean, how many, how many players have won rookie of the year and then tank the next, their, their career? Yeah. You know, I mean, I look at RG3. He was a great quarterback, won rookie of the year. Everybody's talking about all this. Sophomore year, tanked, got hurt, all this stuff. So hard to say. He is a great tight end. Don't get me wrong. I think the Lions trading Hawkinson and then getting Laporta with that pick, awesome play on the Lions part. Yeah. He, he's a um, great tight end. I watched him in college. I mean, he like I said, he played at Iowa. So – Saw a lot of him in Big Ten country here, you know, and you know he's stepped it up. And to me, when you get drafted, like any any position, you go, you get drafted, you go to a team. Like he went to a great spot for him because Goff loves his tight end. Look at all the tight ends he threw in L.A. and all that. You know, he, he, you know if you go to, if you're a tight end, you want to go to a tight end loving quarterback or coach friendly that you know like i look at all these players that have gone to teams and um their t- their career tank because they got in the wrong situation and it sucks yeah it'll be interesting what happens with the porta i think he's gonna be good i mean i don't think he's gonna be the gronk you know i mean you got a lot of competition with tight end in the nfl i mean you look at hawkinson andrews if he stays healthy you know, I mean, the tight end position is actually getting old in the NFL, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, you got a couple standout ones that are young yet. I mean, Hawkins is not very old. He's only been in the league a few years. I don't um, think Goddard's very old in Philly either. No, not too bad. Um, you know, but you look at some of these tight ends that are older, it's like, wow. You know, you know, we're, all, we're, all, we're going through that change in quarterbacks kind of right now all these older quarterbacks retiring and leaving or whatever. And now we're getting these young guys in here that are standing out. Like look at Will Levis stepping in 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 Tennessee. He's playing great. Um, CJ Stroud down in Texas, you know, big 10 country with that too. I watched him play with Ohio state doing great. He got hurt, but shut up. Happens in football. We don't talk about them. (laughs) Ohio state. Just don't, don't forget. What do you mean? The Big Ten's going to be the Big 90 in like three years. So, (laughs) what was their record this year? Shut up. (laughs) Shit, speak. Speak. The Gophers didn't qualify for a bowl game, but they got one because they felt sorry for them. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't even feel sorry for Michigan State. So, (laughs) So, but I I, I think we're, you know, like, uh, we're uh, guys like around our age. We're in that transition where we get to see – we watched our heroes grow up, right? You know, mm-hmm. you had Montana and all these guys that grew up. And Roethlisberger that's retired, Phillip Rivers, all these guys that we kind of idolized growing up 
are all retiring, like Drew Brees and all these guys. And now we're watching these young kids that are like 20 years younger than us, making way more money than we'll ever do in our lives. But we're watching them grow into something. And then, so now like, I understand like why my, like my dad talks about these guys back in the day. Like I, I grew up watching these guys. These guys mm-hmm. don't mean shit. You know, they suck. You know, it's kind of like the whole LeBron James, Michael Jordan argument. If you grew up in the LeBron James, LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. You grew up in the Michael Jordan era. Michael Jordan was the best player in the NBA. You grew up back in the day, day, you know, if you mesh the, everything worked out together, you know, Dr. J and all these guys back then, you know, like our parents talked about grandparents. So it's kind of crazy how sports work. You know, we grow up doing it. You know, like we were what? talking about, oh, go ahead. We got the same thing in the in the NHL. I'm a huge hockey fan. Right. No, exactly. But, but for me, I look at the shit now and I go, they're like, X, Y, and Z is is leading the league in points. And I'm like, who? 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 <laughs> right. No, who I the agree. fuck is that? Like, See, and I, then it's like, you know, why, what do you mean? It's not Crosby and Ovechkin anymore? Like, that's like the yeah. end of my era, right? Like, yeah. the end of my heyday of playing hockey and all that was when Ovechkin and, and um, you know, Crosby come, in, come into the league, right? So, like, my whole, you know, core group of, you know, players that I watched, they're like fucking gone. Well, now, now you look at it, you know, like you got Kirill. You got that rookie yeah. at the Blackhawks that is an amazing player. He's got to grow into the NHL. But it's just crazy. how You go through that transition. And correct me if I'm wrong, hockey players probably don't have the longest career like they do, like, in some of the other sports. Correct right. me if I'm wrong on that. I mean, like, how long, like 10 years, maybe? 20 years. In the NHL? You, you can play 20. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Look at fucking Yarmy Yager still playing. Not in the NHL. He's playing over in Czech. But, right. like, well, like in, in the NHL, it was only a couple of years ago play. that he stopped. And he's, like, fucking yeah. 49 years old. Right. But it probably depends what position you're playing and how hard the hits are. And, you know, nowadays, probably 10, 15 yeah. years, right? But yeah, you're looking I mean, at you're... the same thing in the NFL. Look at what what's the lifespan of a running back? Six years? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe seven, eight, ten if you're lucky. Before you're, that's why most of these teams went to a dual running back system, which hurts fantasy like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't like seeing it, but you know, like the running back position is very undervalued, in my opinion. Well, nobody they they know they're not going to last that. Right. So no, but, you get in there, you get your 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 rookie deal, and you're lucky to sign an extension. And then you're lucky to find anybody who takes you after five or six years. Yep. That's just the way it is. Yep. You go get that next young guy that's got the fresh legs and let him go and let him get beat up. Yep. That's how it is. It's just crazy and, and, how it well, works. Well, you look at the league, too. The whole league has changed since, you know, our days of being kids watching football where it was ground and pound, right? You ran like the ball. Barry you ran Sanders, the ball. You ran yeah. the ball. Now it's an open-air game. You yeah, use the run only to open up the passing game. That's, that's not true. not you use the passing game to open up your run game. You use the run game to open up your passing game. Like I remember growing up watching like uh, like Adrian Peterson. They put like the twelve in the or like eight in a box on him. You mm-hmm. try you got to pass the ball to get him out, or you know. But you go back to what was it? What year was it where the greatest show on turf with the Rams? Yeah. They had both of it. 
They had yeah. both running and passing. They had Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce. That was a Kurt, Kurt Warner. Uh, yeah, Kurt Warner. Yeah. As a quarterback, come and be a shopping boy. But, you know, I looked at the same way, like, in 98 when Moss, when the Vikings drafted Moss. I mean, it was just fun watching the call pepper just launch that fucking ball down the field and watch Randy Moss or Chris Carter go get it. You know, growing up and watching it, it's like, I miss those ground and pound days. I do. Yeah. Like the Jim Brown days and all that where you, you're dug in and you're going, you know, you're helmet to helmet, you're beating them up. But now it's like, let's drop back 20 steps and throw a fucking ball 80 yards down the field. And that's you know, what people want to see. And and that's what the college game changed it all. Because if you think back to where the Big Ten was such a powerhouse, when it was ten or you, you include Penn State, it's eleven, right? Um, but it was we're going to run the ball down your fucking throat. Yep, that's what the Big Ten did. Yep. Okay. That's what they did. And I remember Nebraska coming in. And Nebraska, if you remember, was a national powerhouse. In the Big 12. Coming in, they were a national high-ranked powerhouse coming into the Big 10 thinking they were going to come stomp all over everybody. What has Nebraska done since they've joined the Big 10? Nothing. You get The thing is, you get up here in the Big 10 country and you play in these cold, you get, you get in October, November games, Starts getting colder. The ground and pound happens. The ground and pound is still kind of there in the Big Ten. It's not as big as what it was back then. They're still throwing the ball. We're throwing the ball around now. But you get these cold games, and it is like get down in the dirt and go on these harder fields. Big, different world. You don't know what you're getting. Like, I look at USC, Washington, UCLA, and Oregon coming into the Big Ten. Everybody's like, oh, my God, they're going to dominate the Big Ten. I don't think so. You're still going to have Ten. Michigan. Michigan State's going to be better. You're going to still have Ohio State, the team we don't name. Wisconsin's always should always be kind of good. You get Penn State. You know, you get these colder games. You get them up here in November. I think they're going. I, I, think it's I, I don't think I think USC, UCLA, and Oregon. They have no fucking clue what they're coming into. I think Washington does. They play some colder games. Just no. I, I mean. Okay, so I, I didn't I didn't follow it. I kind of assumed it. But did Penix Jr. win the Heisman? Yes. No, no. The LSU quarterback did. What? Daniels, right? Yeah. How did Penix Jr. not win the fucking Heisman? He's in Washington, not in not in uh uh SEC. He's in the number two fucking number two fucking Team in the playoffs. Uh -huh. No, Daniels won it. The quarterback out of LSU. So I still look at Penix though as a Big Ten quarterback. I do too. A lot of people don't know that he was an IU quarterback. Nope. He transferred he's out IU to Washington. He's built like a Big Ten quarterback. Yes. Yep. Like you look at like yeah. guys like Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. To me. If I didn't know they were Big Ten, I went. I went to ever thought they came out of the Big Ten, just because yeah. of you know it's you know they were back in the Russell day. Russell Wilson, like you were saying, Russell. You know, you got these ground and pound stuff, right? You know, you don't see these big throwers coming out. You know, I mean, look what Tom Brady did in the NFL. Drew Brees, you know, Russell Wilson. You know, they won Super Bowls. Kirk hasn't won one yet, but he's had a good career. 
you know, but you look at some of these quarterbacks that came out of the Big Ten, and it's like you wouldn't think they came out of the Big Ten. Yeah. You know, and yeah. when you look at history. Big Ten it's has crazy. had its share. And if you if you really think about it, I know they are, they're an independent, okay? But they play a lot of their rivalry games against um, Big Ten teams, and that is yep. Notre Dame. Yep. And where did Big Joe come from? Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. A lot of good. And I don't know. That's another. Way. That's another question. That's another question I have. With all the 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 conferences now stacking, okay, you're really yep. just gonna ha- you're gonna come down to four or five conferences. That's all it's gonna be in in college football anymore. You'll have your true Power Five conferences. Is what they were trying to. Get what out. are we gonna do with Notre Dame? There's think, been talks I, of them going to the ACC. There's been talks of them going to the Big Ten, but they're still not in a conference. I think because the, when, I think you take these, when you take these, when you take these, when you take these conferences, you make them so big. You have no. There's not going to be any more. You know, Alabama's playing. You know, the little pansies of the poor, because the conferences are so big. You're going to play more conference games. That's what it should be, yes. So, what are you going to do with a Notre Dame? I think Notre Dame needs to get into a conference. I just don't know what. I think they need to get into the Big Ten, but I see them going to either the ACC or the Big 12. Is Big 12 going to exist? That's what I'm wondering, because Big 12 (laughs) needs to make some moves and get some teams. They're losing Texas and Oklahoma, correct? They're going to the SEC, correct? Mm -hmm. I believe so, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're gaining anybody. I mean, you look at the Pac-12 in the same aspect. Yeah, Is it's the Pac-12 all... and Big 12 going to join? I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's 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 crazy. Notre Dame's got to make a decision. They they just can't stay independent. Like and and, to... and if you actually th- if you actually know about Notre Dame sports, they play they actually play basketball in the ACC. Yep. Correct. Yep. And they play hockey in the Big Ten. Yes, sir. So why are they not affiliated in, in football? I think football, that's just more of the prestige of being that independent team. That's where they've always been. And I don't know if it'll ever happen. They'll ever be in a conference. I honestly don't. They need to, but I don't know if it'll ever happen. They're not going to play anybody. That's my oh. point. Oh, like you're not gonna you're you're not gonna be able to go anywhere, be ranked, be anything, in, unless you're able to play opponents. And if it comes down to you have to play ten out of twelve games in conference, because there's so many teams in your fucking conference, the fuck are you gonna do? What teams are gonna go play Notre Dame? Two teams are gonna want to go play that Appalachian State or something like that, or SDSU or something like that. Right. They're not going to want to go play the uh, bigger name team. I, don't know, I I see them joining the Big Ten if they ever do. But with the way the Big Ten's gotten big and how many teams have joined, I see them going to the ACC more nowadays. So what they but what, here's what the NCAA needs to do. Okay. You got to take half your games. Your half your games have to be in conference. Yep. But like. They need to say you're going to play half your games in conference, so you can determine who the best in your conference is. I don't know how you figure that out. Who you play? Who plays who? 
But then they need to go the route of the NFL. And so every year the NFL says this division plays against this division, right? So it has to be, all right, the other, you know, couple half of your other remaining games are going to be played against this other conference. So it's going to be the Big Ten versus, you know, ACC teams this year. And then next year they play the SEC or whatever. It's the only way you're going to be able to determine who your top teams are is by making them play certain conferences and say, all right, well, you know what? The Big Ten played against the ACC this year and whooped the shit out of them. So the ACC is nothing. Or the SEC played against the Big 12. So the Big 12 is nothing, right? So that's the only way you're going to be able to determine it unless you go to a, a big playoff format. Is how else are you going to determine this? Because they fucked it up this year. Right. Florida State should have been in the fucking playoff. Well, now it'll be 12 teams next year, so it'll be better. But then it's the 13th team that's going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. I look at I, I look at that with that being it's no different than the NCAA March Madness. Yeah. You're that fucking 69th and 70th team. You're pissed you're not in. Yeah. I'm listening to your talk as well, but I'm reading up on how the Big Ten's going to format next year. So... Well, they need to change something because right now the divisions are so misaligned that it's terrible. Like you'll never, as as it stands right now, you would never see a Michigan versus Ohio State championship game for the Big Ten. You never see a Michigan versus Michigan State because they're in the same division. And when you have one division winner against the other division winner, you get shit like Michigan versus Iowa or last year Purdue. In the Big Ten Championship, which didn't belong there, but because they won their division, they get to go to the Big Ten Championship. Something's wrong in the Big Ten because well, you're not big, getting your top two teams to play for it. So, well, now that's going to be different starting next year because they're going to, you got to play an interconference schedule, right? But they're going to take the top two teams out of, there's going to be no divisions. To me, the top two teams in the standings will play each other in the championship game. That's what I was just reading up on because it's going to be way different. They're going to protect certain games, right? Because you're going to want to keep your rivalry games, correct? Yeah. So, like, um, the guaranteed <laughs> annual protect, protected <clears throat> matchups are Illinois Northwestern, Illinois Purdue, Indiana Purdue, Iowa Minnesota, Iowa Nebraska, Iowa Wisconsin, Maryland Rutgers, Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan, Wisconsin, Oregon, and Washington, and UCLA and UCL USC, they'll all they'll play each other every year. So now, if you get in, they they got it broke out for through twenty twenty eight, on like who your conference opponents will be every year. So like for Michigan State next year, your conference opponents will be Illinois, Maryland, Michigan, and Oregon. Indiana, I'm guessing the white and gray is on the road and stuff, but it'll be Indiana, Iowa, Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers. Those would be your conference games in 2024. Hmm. Um, Like Minnesota, right out of the gate, they get Illinois, Michigan, Rutgers, UCLA, Wisconsin, Iowa, Maryland, Penn State, USC. I mean, reading that, it's like a buzzsaw for Minnesota next year. 
You mm-hmm. all you get. But like, you know, you look at something like Michigan. You know, you get Illinois, Indiana, Ohio State, Washington. Then you get Michigan State, Minnesota, Northwestern, Oregon, USC. So Michigan's kind of got a buzzsaw too. So you're mixing in these teams, these four new teams starting next year. So I kind of like how they're doing it. You know, you're protecting your rival games, right? You know, you're, you're going to have to keep UCLA and USC. You got to keep Oregon and Washington play each other every year. You got to keep that and all that craziness. But then you're going to take the top two teams. What if they tie and they don't play each other that year? What if you got three teams that go undefeated in the Big Ten next year? It's gonna they'll have tie breaks. But if they don't play, you know, obviously they didn't play each other. Right, but then you you have to go by points for, points against, point differential. I mean I mean the chances of it happening are probably slim to none, right? I mean you're gonna have probably two you could I don't know if you'll have two undefeated teams. I mean you're always gonna have Michigan versus Ohio State. You're always gonna have Oregon versus Washington. You're always going to have UCLA and UCL, USC play each other. You're going to have Minnesota playing Wisconsin, Iowa. You know, maybe it'll never happen, but it could. Tony, what were you going to say? I cut you off. Uh, nothing. I was just going to say they probably go back to old school, you know, just coin flip and say, hey, this is how we do it, you know. Back in the day, back in Texas football day. Exactly. Loser, you're out. Go away. And... It'll be interesting. Um but yeah, 18 teams in a conference you call the Big Ten. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think that's why they've been, for years, trying to brand it as big. Yep. They've dropped they just, the 10 off it and just made it big. Yep. They just make uh, the 10 in the logo. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why they've been doing that for years. But you brought up Otani. Yeah. Don't get me started. So... <laughs> he signs 10 years, $700 million. 800. 800. Was it 800? Was it 800? No, seven. Oh, well, I thought it was 800. Whatever. With the Dodgers. Then, a couple of years, a couple of days after, it gets uh, brought out that he's going to get paid $2 million a year over the next 10 years, and the rest of that is deferred for 10 years after that. So that yep. gives that gives the Dodgers an opportunity to go out and sign everybody else that they want to sign. Which is a smart move up front, but if we were talking about this beforehand. Yep. Here's here's what I think is going to happen. Other teams are going to do the same fucking thing and you're going to bankrupt teams or it's going to become so Expensive to go to a stinking baseball game, then nobody's going to show up. Well, the thing is, it's going to be awesome. Like the Dodgers get, could be a great fucking team to watch for the next ten years, right? You going to do after that? You still got to pay this guy seven hundred ninety or six hundred ninety million. Yeah, over another ten years. Yeah, and well, it's like sixty nine million a year. So correct me if I'm wrong. Baseball doesn't have. A cap, right? A salary cap. They have a luxury tax. Am I correct on that? Yeah. So now in 10 years, they're not going to be paying that luxury tax now more than likely. If they do, it's going to be a lot less if they go out and sign more people, correct? I mean, their first three in the lineup are outstanding players the way it is. I can't imagine what else they add. But anyway, so 
in 10 years, you're going to be, you know, take 690 million divided by 10, you know, for each year. So you're going to have to pay that luxury tax that year, those years too. No. Why no, not? under the CBA, under the CBA, it's been written. And so, so this came out the same time they announced this. Any yeah. part of a, any part, and it's not capped, any part of a player's salary can be deferred. And it does not it go against uh, does not go against the luxury tax. But so, like, what what's stopping anybody else from doing this? I don't know. It's happened before. You just don't hear this about is, it as much. Well, you hear about it every July first. Yeah. Bobby Bonilla Day. That's yeah. Bobby Bonilla Day. He's still getting paid. I think last, this year was his last year. Yeah, I think this year was his last year getting paid. But he, he was getting paid by the Mets up until this year. Um, so it's happened before. It's just they're going to do it again. And it's a gamble you take. Uh, like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's terrible. Terrible. And for Otani to be like, oh, yeah, just give me two. What do you mean? What the fuck? Two million a year. God, the best two-way player in the sport probably should be getting paid the most. I'm getting paid two million a year. What? At least five. Like, I mean, you paid something. I mean, I'm. I mean, but more like I look at like with Otani, he's probably like I can live off two million a year for ten more years, ten years. You get some of these people, like you get some of these players that are making millions of dollars. You take that. You, there's no way they could live off of two million when they're used to be getting paid thirty-five million a year. Right. You know, Tani's like, oh, I, I sleep on the, I eat on the floor, I eat, I eat noodles, <laughs> I, I can survive. And then, you know, in ten years he can retire, move back to Japan, or wherever the hell he's from, and probably not pay any tax on that fucking money, ever. Yeah. Well, that's it. I, only give me two. Only give me two million because I don't like California taxes. Right. Jeez. <laughs> like, look confused. How old do you think Otani is? He's probably in his like mid twenties, upper twenties, maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah, he's. I'd say I'd say, I'm gonna say. say I was gonna. I was gonna say 28, but yeah, somewhere yeah. 27, 28. Because he played. He played in Japan first. Yeah, so he's 29. Okay. okay. So now, so here's what you're talking. Now you're into he 29. So now you're talking jo- Joey Votto status. Yes. Because if he plays for 10 years, be then 39. yeah. So that's basically when Votto, you know, was over. He was in his 40s. I think it was full turn 40 this year. Yep. But so you're at 39 years old. If he's still hitting the way he can hit, he just goes somewhere and he becomes a DH. Maybe he doesn't pitch anymore. I mean, I don't even know if a DH would be around anymore by then. Even baseball would be around by then. I'm being so, 110% honest. If I was him, I'm taking my $2 million for 10 years. So I'm getting $10 million in 10 years. And then I'm taking my $690 million, whatever. They're going to pay that out. How many? Another 10 years, I'm guessing, is what they're doing. I'm yeah. moving. I'm moving back to Japan and just saying, "Hey, transfer that into yen." 
or whatever the money is over there. I mean, to me, it's to me, it's a smart move on his part. Bad, smart move on his part to not pay taxes more than likely down the line. Bad move on the Dodgers' part because they're just going to hurt them in the long run, themselves in the long run. They're probably going to win four or five champions in the next four. four I'm going to go four or five championships out of the next ten years. Yeah, they got a stellar lineup. Their rotation is great. You know, if they find that, they've got to find another person to fill in Kershaw and stuff. He's getting older. Well, they got to find a pitcher this year because Otani won't be pitching the first year. And they did that. Otani's not pitching this year. He's he's hurt his arm. Yeah, that's right. He had surgery, so he can't pitch. But they did that. They went and got fucking Tampa Bay's guy, traded him. So they're like, hey, look what we can do. Crazy. It's so, crazy. Okay, with with this conversation though, so should baseball go to a salary cap? Because to me, every other sport does it, right? Pretty sure NBA has it. Pretty sure yeah. NFL has a salary cap. Ninety percent, ninety nine point nine percent sure NFL has a salary cap because you hear about it every year. I mean, but do you do it? Yeah, but there's cap? a ways. There's ways around the cap. Oh, there always is. But uh, would okay, so with Otani getting paid two million this year, they wouldn't be over the cap anyway. It wouldn't matter. Right? No. No. Because it doesn't count against them at all. Right. The rest of that money. That's right. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's I mean, it, it's different. I'd like to hear what everybody else out there has to say if they want to email us at backtalkus at gmail dot com about what they feel about Otani and anything else we talked about tonight. I mean like yeah. hearing from everybody out there. But I don't I just I d I don't know. I, I but what what other player out there right now can go out and say, Hey, I'll sign for seven hundred million dollars. Nobody this year. I mean I mean on even if they're on a team, I mean who's who would you go sign, right? If it wasn't Oatani you could sign. Who who would you who would you go sign for seven hundred million dollars that's in the major leagues right now? Besides from Cincinnati. De La Cruz? Yeah. Young. He's going to be the next big thing. He will be. He, he is, yes. But, I mean, he does have flaws. He's not like your pure, like, coming out of your college and your high school, like your Harpers and stuff like that. You know, Bruce Harper was a stud coming out of college. He got paid what he did. He, you know, there was no decline with Harper over the years. De La Cruz, he's young. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it in a couple of years, do what he's doing now. It's more of like you're young, you can do it now, but once you get older, you know. Which is why you sign him to that deal now, not in a couple of years. Yeah, but you can only got a few clubs that can do that. You got New York, you got L.A. that can do that shit. Nobody else in the freaking – Philly would do it. Philly might be another one that could do it. So but here's I mean, here's what here 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 is what um, L.A. is banking on. Okay, they're going to pay him two million dollars a year. One, they're expecting a spike in attendance. Okay. Two, you're expecting an out. Now you're you have an international audience. Yep. Okay. You have merchandise. That is now international. Yep. So they're banking on 
paying him $2 million a year, but making 20 or 30 or 40 million off of increased revenues from international audiences, ticket sales, merchandise, yeah, TV rights, because you're going to sell TV rights probably to Japan now. Yep. So and they're banking on making their the money. Side. Yeah. Yeah. You So you throw that money they're going to make this year or for the next 10 years off them. You throw that into an account that's an interest bearing account and the interest alone is going to pay Otani <laughs> in the te- next 10 fucking years. It, in the end, you know what you're saying? In the end, it is a business. I don't know what's up with my camera right now. In the end, it is a business, right? All these but organizations if you, are. If you could sign the best player in the world for 10 years and pay him $2 million, now, no, knowing that you have to pay him after that. Yeah. But who says they can't restructure that? If I was Otani, I wouldn't restructure it. Right. Maybe you don't. Maybe, but maybe they restructure it and say, "Hey, we're gonna cut you in on some of the broadcast right. rights, or so, so, you know, something else to restructure it." And, but if I'm make if I'm paying you two million dollars, but I'm gonna make twenty. So I don't know if he has like any like sponsorships or deals, but how much do you think he makes off endorsements? Oh, probably. Well, it's gonna be more than two million dollars. I mean. It's crazy. It's hard to tell what's going to happen over the next 10 years. I mean, I, I've watched videos of people like like, like Arizona Diamondback fans, like, we'll never go to the World Series again. <laughs> you know, I mean, a kid was crying about it because, you know, but I feel for that. I feel for the National League right now because I feel like it's going to be the Dodger show in the World Series for the next five to 10 years. I mean, don't you think, Tony, out of the National League with what's I mean, going yeah, on? It can be. I mean, Barring injuries and stuff, obviously. I mean, that's the issue. Like, what happens in three years when he can't pitch again? Right. You know, you're paying somebody all this money that can, you know, maybe hit the ball. I mean, and maybe he, play first base, right? And that's the other position he plays, or is that all filled? No, I don't even know if he... Mm-hmm. You got all these big head people out there that are all stars. Something sometimes they can't play with each other. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of a freaky thing that you know you look at all these all star teams that were made like you know NBA is what the big three now, right? You got to have your big three and then your two supporting cast guys. I mean, a lot of the big threes don't don't provide results for two to three years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, look yeah. at the Sixers. The Sixers went out and got everybody, and it can't win. No. Yep. I mean, it's but just... You got all these guys that want the ball. That's why, yeah. like, a Kobe and Shaq worked. Two people. A 
Shaq and D Wade. You know, they got to share the ball. I mean, they had Bosch in there too, but oh, that was LeBron. That was LeBron, D Wade, and Bosch. But you I mean you look at all these big three teams? Not all of them succeeded. Now you got your one through three in your lineups. What is it? Mookie Betts, Otani, and I don't know who. I can't remember who the third one they all were saying. They're top three players in the lineup. Freddie Freeman. Yeah, Freddie Freeman. I mean, yeah, if I was a pitcher, I'd be scared as hell to go through the first three. After that, what do they got? If you can get through them first three in the lineup, as long as you can get through safe in the other ones, you should be fine. Get back to the top of the order with no one on base, and you'll be all right. But they're going they're going to score runs. But baseball, that's all it's been. Pitching is out there, yeah, but most games are five to four, six to five. Pitching's on a decline in baseball. Right. Tell me the, the strongest pitching staff in baseball right now. I mean, you ha- do you have – a old Atlanta Braves pitching staff or a Philadelphia Phillies when they had the five aces. You don't have it anymore. There's no pitching's on. You you have your true ace and usually a strong two and three for these good teams. And your four and five are just your filler ends just to get through. And hopefully they can use the bullpen. Most teams anymore have maybe, maybe four Four. and your fifth day is a bullpen game. Very true. They're pitching two to three innings. They're on the bullpen day. Forty million in endorsements. Forty million. Yeah. Well, I, that's something people don't realize is that athletes make a majority of their money comes from sponsorship. Indoors. What about Go his opt out clause? Huh? Oh, there's a huh? Yeah, he has an opt out clause. Oh. What's his opt out clause? It's weird. So there is a clause stating if specific change in Dodger personnel, player may opt out of contract at the end of the season. The change occurs. This opt out will trigger if either president of baseball baseball operations Andrew Friedman Friedman or controlling owner Mark Walter loses his role with the team. So if the owner sells the team, he can leave the team. Or if the owner you know loses the role, they vote him out, and you know. Or even the president of baseball operations. If they let him go, Otani can walk at the end of the year. He has that option. Then he's out all that money. I'd rather be getting paid right now than with that clause. Yeah, but it's kind of weird that you know you would put that in there. But, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. He's getting paid $2 million a year. Say in three years, this president of baseball operations gets fired and he opts out of his contract. He made six. The Dodgers had him for three years for $6 million. Yeah, but then he can go somewhere else and sign so for nine hundred million. At that point, he signs for nine hundred million. So if I was the Dodgers, like if he's not, if he's not, uh, if he's producing, not, uh, I'm firing president of baseball operations. We're, we're gonna do this ruse. You're fired until he leaves, then you're coming back. <laughs> but that's an opt out, right? So yeah. it's not a, it's not a. Yeah, so if they fire the president of baseball operations, Otani doesn't have to go, well, I'm Otani's not automatically off the team. No, it's his option. It's a player yes. option. Yes. That's it. I so if that so if he's not producing and they fire baseball operations, he's like, I ain't fucking leaving because I ain't getting the money nowhere else. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, exactly. Charitable donation. Otani's contract stipulates that he'll donate to a Dodgers charity 
in an amount that will not exceed 1%. Yep. So what's that, $2,000 a year? I mean, roughly, that basically, yes, that would be because it's 1%. See, like when they did the contract, though, this wasn't opted out or this wasn't deferred. Mm. When they made this contract, you know, they were looking at $700 million divided by 10. That's what that 1% would have been. 1% of that every Still year. only would have been, what, $7,800 a year. I wonder how much his interpreter makes. Or 7000 a year, whatever. Yeah. His interpreter? Right. I have no idea. And who pays it? <laughs> You think that would go from the club, right? Yeah, it's in his contract. He gets a personal suite for all regular season and postseason while also being provided an interpreter. He gets a personal suite, too, for anybody that wants. I'm going to go fucking talk to him and become best friends. Yeah, I want to sit in his suite. Yeah, right? Um, so, anyway, that's what's going on with Atani and football and everything else. But we have... We'll be going on a break here with no recording next week because it's Christmas Day. Um, but uh, what do you guys, since Christmas is coming up, what is the one thing for Christmas that you guys look forward to the most? That's the question I have. Tony? Uh, for, okay. Oh, Go ahead, Dustin, if you're ready. Go ahead. For me, it's just spending time with family and friends and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, seeing the kids open up gifts and stuff. It's always fun. But, you know, as long as I'm together with my family, we're all healthy. You know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. That's what I look forward to. Okay. Tony? I don't have to work. My store's closed. (laughs) Two days a year. But that doesn't mean you're not working five days that week, are you? No, I only have to work four days. Oh, okay. Because usually, I remember those days in retail, it was like, oh, well, there's a holiday. And, but you're still working five fucking days. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving, 40 plus eight week. Christmas and New Year's, 32 plus eight. So I still, you know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that, I don't, we're not, a, we're not the family type, you know. My family's not like everybody else. We're not like, oh, we have to get together for Christmas. We don't, we really don't care. We're like, it's a holiday. I mean, my mom is very, you know, she's like, yes, I need to see the kids for Christmas. You all have to be here, but it's just. So you're, so you are going to your parents' house. Marcus is doing it this year, so. Oh. So you're going to Marcus's house. Yes, we're going to his house. Okay. And do you have to split that time with the wife's family? No, hers is, um, they're doing it the Saturday before, so. Which would be? The so Saturday. 23rd. Yesterday? No, Saturday <laughs> before, so 23rd. Oh, 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 Saturday before. Gotcha, gotcha. Just coming up. Yeah. Okay. That's what, okay. We, that's what we do my with my, like, my parents and my family. We do it on the 23rd as well. Yeah. I mean, usually, a lot of times, we have... Um, I guess before kids, we always celebrated on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas you can do it. you can just sleep in, do whatever the fuck you want. Now you got kids and fucking Santa and shit like that, so you have to 
You got to get up, ass crack at the dawn, and fucking open up presents, which I'm not half awake for most of the time anyway. Um, hey, how do you got this? Oh, good job. I, I'm a, I don't even know if we're... I swear my son every year fucking pretends my youngest. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. You're in fifth grade. You still <laughs> doing Santa? Like, seriously? Like, you think you get more presents that way. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like uh, my wife's parents, they still say their guests are from Santa. Do they really? I'm forty fucking forty one years old, and I, you know, but you got kids, you gotta pretend that Santa's real. So you still get gifts from Santa? Yep, I, I do too. Just before the kids, like, oh, what Santa bring you? Oh, he brought me this. I got a controller oh, no. for my PS Five. <laughs> matter like even before i had you know the granddaughter marcus is old enough and they still they still just do it for us it don't matter i mean that's the way dad is because dad used to dress up and play santa for the boys and girls club every year from when i was fucking young till fucking just a few years ago he would do it every year so man you know what my parents did when i was um when i was young still because my we, we i think nobody wanted to get up in the morning in my house so Santa would somehow magically come while we were at church for Christmas Eve service that's how I was. <laughs> that's no shit we had our Christmas program every fucking Christmas Eve and we would pull into our little town and there'd be a, the, the, the light on top of the elevator it's red oh Rudolph's up there he's going to our house he sees us going by you know so <laughs> So you, you guys know, did the, you, know, you you had Santa show up while you were at church too. Yes. <laughs> nice. Got, I wasn't the only we got, one. We got older and realized Santa came on Sun on Christmas Day morning, you know, over that night. And but we realized what was really going on. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. We would we would come home and there would be Oh my god, yep. Santa showed up. Like Santa came early. Well, I, don't know how, like you go, I, I still you don't know how they pulled that one off, but uh they did. I think it was. I, I think it was. You, we had to go like get changed from church or something. Yep. Before we were allowed to look at anything, so it was crazy. <laughs> no, I remember that we were the same way. I remember like it was yesterday. We always did Christmas Eve and Christmas Day was just watch football and mm-hmm. play with the toys you got. You know, because by the time you were done opening up gifts, you know, it's time to go to bed. And it's like, no, I want to play with this stuff. And you go to bed now. You get to play with it now later. Okay. Right, right. It, oh, yeah. Got a brand new Nintendo. I want to play it. I want to play it now. <laughs> if I don't play it now, Dad's sleeping. I want to play it now and hook it up to the TV. Because back then, you only had the one TV in your house. You don't have 90 right. like we do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it's funny. Everybody's different Christmas traditions and what they look forward to. Oh. Like, Yep. Uh, you know, um, um. Nowadays, I look I look forward to chocolate chip homemade chocolate chip cookies. Yep. And um, prime rib. <laughs> we'll we'll be smoking a prime rib for Christmas. I mean that's that's kind of what we do. And um, yeah, and the kids the kids have fun, but I don't I don't like having a bunch of people at my house. I don't want to go anywhere. I did that for years, and I'm. Fucking hate it. So I think I think I've told you that for Thanksgiving. I don't want nobody around. I just want to sit and watch football. Leave me the fuck right. alone. Bah fucking humbug. 
Like, <laughs> Next year, you better put a Grinch costume on for crying out loud. Man, I love Christmas. I just don't want to be around nobody. And I don't want to yeah. go anywhere. I mean, that's all Let's, holidays. This Since Thanksgiving, we have not had an open weekend where we could actually just do us at our house, right? Always something going on and stuff like that. And it's like, it sucks because I want to have some time at my house. And we, the next three weeks, our weekends are packed with crap going on because mm-hmm. we scatter everything around, which is nice. You get to spend time with everybody, but it sucks. You know, I'm yeah. ready to sit at home and do fucking nothing. Yeah. Or get shit done at the house that I want to get done, you know? What What's better than laying on the fucking sofa or sitting in a recliner watching a football game on a holiday and falling asleep? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing wrong with it. I, I, I mean, like, I don't need to be running around. I, like, I hate, when my daughter was young, dude, I hate fucking holidays. That's terrible. <laughs> do that. Do, do the fucking broken home thing fucking with a kid on a holiday. Yeah. I mean, that, you're running here. You're running there. You have to have, you got to pick them up at a certain time. You got to have them home at a certain time. Like, it's fucking terrible. Or yep. fuck thing, yeah. and we're and like that's no good for the kids either. So, no, um, I don't know if Tony had to do that shit. Um, no, nope. He had him Christmas Eve, and I had him Christmas Day. So, oh fuck, it was like, oh, I could pick her up at two. I had to have her home at six. It's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> like, just screw up your whole fucking day, why don't you? Like, oh, it's terrible, terrible. It's good if you can work it out like you did, Tony, with, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Well, I mean, that we were also young, so we really didn't have a choice. You know, whenever somebody could actually go pick up the kid or bring him over, since neither one of us could really drive for that long. <laughs> you really didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you had to have your parents go pick up your child on visitation day. Pretty much, yep, yeah, for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest fucking thing ever. Um, uh, shit. Well, I think that's going to pretty much bring us to a close. Unfortunately, Justin didn't make it. Uh, I want to wish Justin a Merry Christmas wherever he is. Um, but I think, uh, I think we'll wrap it up for the year. Uh, Tony, final thoughts and final words for the year. I don't fucking talk. You want me to say something else? Fuck. Well, you're adding year. you're adding to a script. You forgot to tell him he talks need to talk more. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold on, I gotta look at the text. Sorry, my bad. My my New Year's resolution for Tony is gonna be for or for Tony to speak more than fifty words a show. <laughs> Get that on you do that shit at my fucking parents' house. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, you know, at least luckily Ashley understands it now. Like the you know, the older girlfriend, the ex-fiance, she did not understand that. And even my parents would fucking tell her that, but she still didn't understand. Like, how do you not talk to people? I'm like, I don't fucking talk to people. I go to my parents' house, we don't talk. Why? See each other? That's all we do. Mom sits there and yak, 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 complain, complain, complains, and yells at me that I don't talk. And yells at my father that, you know, we don't talk. We're like, hey, it's what we do. We're lives. There, I think I said a hundred fucking words for the year. Look at what I did. <laughs> he, he met his quota last show of the year, everybody. Here we go. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's been another year with you guys. And 
Yeah, it's been a roller coaster of emotions up and down all year, you know, the shit we go through. So I, next year, I'm going to relax more. I'm going to go on a cruise at the end of January. So we'll see how that goes. So maybe there'll be more cruises in the future. I don't know. I've never been on a boat. So, yeah. I'm we'll on a boat. I'm on a You're boat. You're a fucking liar. I've never been on a cruise boat. Sorry. Not not no. your dinky boat that we used to go out on. <laughs> it felt like yeah. fucking cruise when we went to Bloomington right. and everybody else going by in their fucking motor. Our little <laughs> boat, <laughs> trying not to fucking flip over. Two fat Quit guys playing with your dinghy. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. a time we we all, Tony and I almost died yeah. in my boat. Yeah. And it wasn't okay. our fault. So, so so I'm gonna ask, did you have? beverages on this boat no no we'll play along no, no i don't think we did oh you yes, didn't have yes. Anything to, you didn't have anything to drink on the boat we did you had water at least right yes yes yeah, did you have any food yes yes did we so have food? yeah did we fucking play? pulled off we pulled off we did some fishing in the morning we pulled off and had sandwiches and shit yeah yeah, because we, we let everybody go by, so, you know, the waves went Did you guys, there. did you play cards of any sort on this boat? No. You didn't gamble at all? No. Okay, that's no. the only thing you're missing from a cruise. You had water, you had drinks, you had food, and you went offshore, onto shore. That's what you do on a cruise. You get off the boat when you get somewhere. So you were technically on a cruise, just on a little dinghy. But you were on a cruise. Uh, I guess. <laughs> There, I, I tell you what, there, there was one time we were, we were on, so, so I've got a, I got a 14 foot aluminum. Yeah. We put a, we put a motor on. Oh, board. And we were, we we're good. And these fuck people on this lake don't know, like they've just got a bunch of money and they've never been on the water in their entire lives. They have no nope. respect or no idea about anybody else. So they go as close. They're as close to you as you can and as fast as they can. So I'm trying to navigate their wake. And there was at one point, like, it hit us and the whole fuck. I lost the motor. Motor went sideways. I'm like, what the fuck? We're going to die. We're going to fucking die. Like, <laughs> that's, that's the thing, like, living up here in Minnesota. You get on some of these lakes and you know what ones are vacation lakes and what are Minnesota lakes, Minnesota people lakes. You could tell it pretty freaking easily who's on the lake <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and that's just what <coughs> listen i you know east coast and and you know so we had the ocean and shit and then my dad's yeah. got a lake house i grew up on the fucking water and navigating yeah. the fucking water you know like, the rules <laughs> these people don't have a fucking clue like my dad before I, before i was allowed to drive my dad's boat i had to go to a coast guard he made he forced me to go to a yep. coast guard class run by the coast guard auxiliary and get a boating license yep. these fucking people have no fucking clue That's because most people are like it's nothing it's just like driving a car no it's not not even close in a car, if you're rolling, you can still turn. When you're in a boat, if that motor ain't running, you ain't turning. <laughs> no. <laughs> and like, what knowing what your boat does to other fucking people's boats. Big fucking difference. When like you have you a big boat and you're going by somebody with a little fucking boat, you slow the fuck down. 
Yeah. Or get the fuck up and, like, move somewhere else so they don't eat your shit. Like, yeah. f- fucking people, I swear. Uh, a couple years ago, we went on our family vacation up north. My dad really wasn't on the lake much, and he was driving our pontoon. And I'm like, Dad, you got to be on this side. No, I'm, gonna, I'm like, no. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from that people. Nah. <laughs> well, we're fun. going here. I'm like, no, you got to go around them. They're fishing right there. You don't go any, you got to stay a distance away. How far? I'm like, a distance away. Be respectful. If you were fucking fishing in that boat, you want this big pontoon coming right at you? Yeah. He was like literally going right at him. Right at him. I'm like, Dad, turn right. I took over the fucking boat the rest of the day. Yeah, it's, yeah, I I have, I don't know. I grew up on the water and, and to see the shit that I saw. Oh, it's scary. It's like, holy fuck. Just a bunch of people I, with money and no idea. I would rather drive rush hour or Chicago than be on some of the lakes with some like people that don't know anything about boat laws or boat no. rules. And, and it's just like I said, it's just it's a it's a prissy town, but it's one of the biggest reservoirs in the state. Yep. And it's just people with fucking money. Let's just say John Mellencamp lives on the fucking lake, okay? So I'll go out and buy a hundred thousand dollar boat. I'm just gonna go fast as shit. That's all they do. That's all they do. Yep. They have no fucking clue. Nope. None. Surprise more nope. people don't die. Well, why do you think we have so many boating accidents in Minnesota? So anyway, Tony lied when he said he's never been on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm, I'm sorry. I've boat. never been on a boat that has at least fucking 20 stories and, you know, <laughs> that cruises to different countries. Or, yeah, countries. So. I mean, if you want to take my boat to other countries, we could try it. Oh, fuck can, no. That's too, that's too much we could probably do different states. I don't know about countries. <laughs> you get some of them big waves out there in the ocean to go to the other countries. Okay, you stay, so Andy, you, you stay a little bit weeks. offshore, you won't hit the waves. So next two weeks, I want you to boat across the Atlantic to let us know how when you get there. God, uh, in, my, in my boat, it would take a couple more than weeks. <laughs> we'll get we'll get some Starlinks and so we can go live and show us what it's like out there. We won't buy our own satellite just to give you internet so you can give us live updates. <laughs> Tony, you got anything else for the rest of the year? No, that's it. All right, Dustin, what are your final thoughts for the year? Oh, it's a great year, guys. Glad we're still doing this. It's hard to believe we've been doing it as long as we have. Um, no, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everybody out there in Backtalk land, in the nation out there. Um, enjoy your time off of work. If you get time off of work, some people don't, like our first responders and all them people that still do our stuff. And everybody else out there, all the soldiers and everything out there, enjoy your Christmas and, Christmas and everything out there as well. Um, but no. Can't wait to see you guys next year. I'm going to guess we got some big things coming next year. We won't let any of that out right now. I'm guessing we got big plans. We always do. Um, Have some fun. I think we got some back talk squares coming up, hopefully, and all that fun stuff. So can't wait to get into more of that. Maybe some spinoff shows. We've been kind of teasing that for a while. Stuff real life happens, too. So hopefully we can get some more stuff going. Uh, If you're out there listening, what do you want us to do for next year? Give us some ideas. We love hearing ideas and what you'd want us to talk about, what kind of spinoff shows you'd want. We'd love, we'd love to hear your, your opinions as well, what you out there would want to see. But with that being said, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Be cool. safe for the holidays. 
you know, you say you say that, and like as long as we've been doing this, and there's been our ups and downs and all that shit. But I would tell you, in the last couple of weeks, the conversations we've had have brought back kind of the vigor, vigor, and the excitement. I think of of what this show has been about. So um, I've really enjoyed our conversations. There hasn't been, um, I don't know, tensions or whatever the fuck you might want to call them. No. So it's been fun. Um, I look forward to Mondays again. Um, but uh, that being said, anybody got a New Year's resolution before we we get out of here? Tony, New Year's resolution? No, not really. Like I said, maybe just try to travel a little bit more. So that's about it. Less Disney Dust. trip, more traveling, you know, I guess. The wife will be happy, I guess. We'll see how it goes. Dustin? Kind of the same thing, you know, hang out with friends more and do that stuff. You know, I'm really not big on the New Year's resolution. You always seem like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise more uh, the last two weeks and then you end your gym memberships. But no, I mean, uh, we're kind of, I'm kind of the same way. Get out more and travel more and do whatever, you know, go see friends more. Like we went down to saw you guys last year. Probably do that again next year too and see what happens. But we'd like to get out more and travel more too. I, I, I'm really not big on New Year's resolutions. How about you, Andy? I'm not big on resolutions, but I got shit I want to do. If that makes sense, right? It's not like, well, I have to do it this year. But, like, I, I'm just trying to concentrate on the more shit that I want to do. So, like, um, one thing is, wife has been talking already. You know, wants to get out and see you guys again or whatever. Right. Uh, or meet up somewhere. You know, she's like, I miss Janelle. I got to see Janelle. So uh, I think she messaged her the other day something. I don't know what yep. it was. But, uh, so like to do to do that stuff more. We're making a list of college football games we want to go to. And we're not necessarily saying like Michigan versus Michigan State or Ohio State versus Michigan. Yep. But to ex- we want to go and experience different college atmospheres college football atmospheres so like right. you see the the virginia tech you know the the inner sandman yeah it'd be awesome to experience that. you know go go into um iowa and doing the wave right to yep. the hospital um yep. the penn state whiteout game awesome. um you know, shit like that. So we're making a list of things of that. So I, I'd like to hit a couple of those this year. That would be really cool. Um, and personally, I want to get. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit. Try to hit the train in a little harder. Do a couple more things within wrestling. I've been able to now work a couple other promotions other than Supreme here. Um, we've. I've worked two other promotions: XCW and RVW. Here in Southern Indiana, I'd really like to do a little bit more of that. Um, maybe we I've got some ideas and some plans within wrestling that I really, really would like to to see work, and and maybe we'll we'll get those kind of cranking up. Uh, Fun, yeah. So that's kind of mine. What I'd like to like to do, not necessarily like, oh my god, it's my New Year's resolution, but just shit I want to do. So, um, I think that's it. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, I can't wait to uh, see you guys next year because this has been uh, 
a good close to the year. So, uh, well, well, cheers up to everybody for the last time this year. And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever the fuck you want to celebrate this year. It doesn't even matter if that's your holiday because you're allowed to celebrate whatever holiday you want to whatever year. So, fuck you and nuts up. 2024. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's up in this Stuff up, just to pee, my boys. Yeah, we talking stuff up. Andy, surely be looking good in the shades. And when we say it on the mic, Dustin, we gotta make money guns just to pee. Yeah, they living it up. Low life, yo life, boys, we talking it up. Slaying while we playing on the pockets for sure. Slip my boy four shots when he's got work in the morning. Trade, look at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step into the pod shed and see what happens in there. Quit squawking a back talk, we'll hit you with the bat. Take a kick to those nuts and take a bomb on this mat. Town. He's renowned as a man with the shades And if your nuts get cracked, dude, shut your face Come back, get back, that's a part of success If you believe in back talk, you'll be relieving your stress <laughs>